creation, the ultimate creativity, the meaning of your life. Hey Siri, stop it, stop it, thank you. Creation, the ultimate creativity, the meaning of your life. Life is in itself has no meaning. Life is an opportunity to create meaning. Meaning has not to be discovered. Meaning has not to be discovered. It has to be created. You will find meaning only if you create it. It is not lying there somewhere behind the bushes. So you can go on, you can go and you search a little bit and find it. It is not there like a rock that you will find. It is a poetry to be composed. It is a song to be sung. It is a dance to be danced. Wow, that's good. Let me read it again. Life in itself has no meaning. Life is an opportunity to create meaning. Meaning has not to be discovered. It has to be created. You will find meaning only if you create it. It is not lying there somewhere behind the bushes, so you can go and you search a little bit and find it. It is not there like a rock that you will find. It is a poetry to be composed. It is a song to be sung. It is a dance to be danced. Wow, I love this one. Should remember this phrase, paragraph. Meaning is a dance, not a rock. Meaning, meaning is music. You will find it only if you create it. Remember it. Millions of people are living meaningless lives because of this utterly stupid idea the meaning has to be discovered. And if it is already there, all that you need is to just pull the curtain and behold meaning is here it is not like that so remember buddha finds the meaning because he creates it i found it because i created it god is not a thing but a creation and only those who create find and it is good. The meaning is not lying there somewhere. Otherwise, one person would have discovered it. Then, what would it? What would be the need for everybody else to discover it? Can't you see the difference between religious meaning and scientific meaning? Albert Einstein discovered the theory of relativity now. Do you have to discover it again and again? You will be foolish. If you discover it again and again, what is the point?
One man has done it. He has given you. He has given you the map. It may have taken years for him, but for you to understand it, to understand it will take hours. I don't think so. By the way, it's a deep one. Einstein's of、uh, the theory of relativity, I guess. But I, I see the point. It would take. Hours. Oh, this is interesting. I, I want to do this.、Uh, it's not just reading, but commenting something. <laughs> what I felt,、uh, what I feel while I'm reading. That's a good one, I think. You can go to the university and learn. Yeah, that's right. Buddha also discovered something. Zarathustra also discovered something, but it is not like Albert Einstein's discovery. It is not there such that you have just to follow Zarathustra and his map, and you will find it. You will never find it. You will have to become a Zarathustra. See the difference? Yeah. To understand the theory of relativity, you need not become an Albert Einstein. No, you have to be just of average intelligence. Average, okay, that's all. <laughs> If you, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm the under the average as、uh, as far as Einstein's the theory of relativity. Anyway, if you're not too much. Retarded, retarded. You will understand it. I think I will understand only if I work on hard on science. But to understand the meaning of Zarathustra, <clears throat> you will have to become a Zarathustra. Less than that won't do. You will have to create it again. And each individual has to give birth to God, to meaning, to truth. Each man has to become pregnant with it and pass through the pains of birth. Okay, let me read it again. You will have to create it again, and each individual has to give birth to God, to meaning, to truth. Each man. Has to become pregnant with it and pass through the pains of birth. Each one has to carry it in one's womb, feed it by one's own blood, and only then does one discover. Now,、oh. if you can't see any meaning in life, you must be waiting passively for the meaning to come. It will never come. That's true. This has been the idea of the past religions. That the meaning is already there. It is not. Freedom is there to create it. Energy is there to create it. The field is there to sow the seeds and reap the crop. All is there, but the meaning has to be created. That's why to create it is such a joy, such an adventure, such an ecstasy. So the first thing 
religion has to be creative. Up to now, religion has remained very passive, almost impotent. You don't expect a religious person to be creative. You just expect him to fast, sit in the cave, get up early in the morning, chant mantras, and this kind of stupid things. And you are perfectly satisfied. What is he doing? And you praise him because he does on long fasts. Maybe he's a muscle chest, muscle chest, muscle, muscle chest. Maybe he enjoys torturing himself. He sits there when it is icy cold, naked, and appreciate him. And you appreciate him. But what is the point? What is the value in it? All the animals of the world are naked in the icy cold. <laughs> They are not saints. Or when it is hot, he sits in the hot sun and you appreciate him. You say, Look, here is a great uh, uh, where's that? ascetic. Here is a great ascetic. But what is he doing? What is he? What is his contribution to the world? What beauty has he added to the world? Has he changed the world a little bit? Has he made it a little more sweet, more fragrant? No, you don't ask that. Now, I tell you, this has to be asked. Praise a man because he has created a song. Praise a man because he has created a beautiful sculptor. Praise a man because he plays such a beautiful flute. Let these be religious. Let these be religious qualities from now onward. Praise a man because he's such a lover. Love is religion. Praise a man because through him the world is becoming more. Graceful. Forget all these stupid things like fasting and just sitting in a cave, torturing oneself, or lying down on a bed of nails. Praise a man because he has cultivated beautiful roses. The world is more colorful because of him. And then you will find meaning. Meaning comes out of creativity. That's a good one, too. Religion has to become more poetic, poetic, more aesthetic, aesthetic. And second thing, sometimes it happens that you search for the meaning because you have already concluded. Sometimes it happens that you search for the meaning because you have already concluded. One of the, one of the conclusion you search for it. You have already decided what meaning should be there or must be there, and then you don't find it. The inquiry has to be pure. What do I mean when I say the inquiry has to be pure? It should be without any conclusion, it should not have any、uh, priori in it. What meaning? 
are you looking for? If you have already concluded that you are looking for a certain meaning, you will not find it because from the very beginning, your inquiry is polluted. Your inquiry, your inquiry is impure. You have already decided. For example, if a man comes into my garden and thinks if he can find a diamond there, only then this garden is beautiful and he cannot find the diamond. So he says, There is no diamond. There is no meaning in the garden. There are so many beautiful flowers and so many birds singing and so many colors and the wind blowing through the pines and the, and the moss. On the rocks, but he cannot see any meaning because he has a certain idea. He has to find the diamond, a coiner. Only then will, they, will, be, only then will there be meaning. He is missing meaning because of his idea. Hmm, quite interesting. Let your inquiry be pure. Don't move with any fixed idea. Go naked and nude. Go open and empty. And you will find not only one meaning, you will find a thousand and one meanings. Then each thing will become meaningful. Just a colored stone shining in the rays of the sun or a dewdrop creating a small rainbow around itself, or just a small flower dancing in the wind. What meaning are you searching for? Don't start with a conclusion. Otherwise you have, otherwise you have started wrongly from the very beginning. Go without a conclusion. That's what I mean when I say again and again, Go without knowledge. Ah, I see. Go without knowledge if you want to find truth. Ah, that's a good one. The knowledgeable person never finds it. His knowledge is a barrier. Mm, I want to underline it again. I did it last time. Goldstein had never been to a show in the legitimate theater. Okay. Goldstein had never been to a show in the legitimate theater. For his birthday, his children decided to give him a present of a ticket. The night after the show, they came to visit him and asked him eagerly what he thought of it. Ah, he answered, it was simply nonsense. When she was willing, he wasn't willing. And when he was willing, she wasn't willing. And when they both were willing, down came the curtain. Now, it, if you have a fixed idea, then you are only looking for it, only looking for it. And because of this narrowness of the mind, all that is available is missed.
Yeah. This narrowness of the mind, all that is available is missed. Meaning has to be created and meaning has to be searched for without any conclusion. If you can drop your knowledge, life will suddenly take on colors. If you can drop your knowledge, life will suddenly take on color. It will become psychedelic, but you are continuously carrying the load of your scriptures, books, theories, doctrines, philosophies. You are lost in all that, and everything has become mixed up, hot chopped. Hot, hotch, patch, hotch, patch, and you cannot even remember what is what. Your mind is a mess. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> Your mind is a mess. It's、uh, full of garbage in a sense. Clean it, make it a blank. The empty mind is the best mind, and those. Who have been telling you that the empty mind is the devil's workshop or the devil's agent? <laughs> Those who have been telling you that the empty mind is the devil's workshop are the devil's agents. I love this one. Okay. And those who have been telling you that the empty mind is the devil's workshop are the devil's agents. The empty mind is closer to God than anything. The empty mind is not the devil's workshop. The devil cannot do without thoughts. With emptiness, the devil cannot do anything at all. He has no way into emptiness. So many thoughts in the mind mix up. Nothing seems to be clear. You have heard so many things from so many sources. Your mind is a monster. And you are trying to remember. And you have been told to remember. Don't forget. And naturally, the burden is such that you cannot remember. Many things you have forgotten, many things you have imagined and added to your own. An enlightening, an, el, an English, an, an English, oh, I'm sorry, an Englishman visiting America attended a banquet and heard the master of economies give the following toast. Here is to the happiest moment of my life. Spend in the arm of another man's life. Spend in the, in the arm of mother another. Okay. Here is the happiest moment of my life. Spend in the arms. Spend in the arms of another man's wife. My mother. By Jove, that's ripping. The Englishman thought to himself, I must remember to use it back home. Some weeks later, when he returned to England, he attended a church luncheon and was asked to give a toast in thunderous 
tones, he addressed the crowded room. Here is to the happiest moment of our life, spending the arms of another man's life. <laughs> another man's wife spent in the arms of another man's wife. My mother spent in the arms of another man's wife. After a long pure, after a long pause, the crowd began to grow restless, glaring at the speaker in. Indignantly, indignantly, <laughs> the speaker's friends sitting next to him whispered, "You had better explain yourself quickly." By Jove, the speaker blurted out, "You will have to excuse me. I forgot the name of the blooming, blooming woman." Okay. I didn't really get that one. Blooming woman. I forgot the name of the blooming、uh, woman. Your mother, right? Okay. This is happening. You remember this? Plato has said this, and re- you remember that Lao Tzu has said that, and you remember what Jesus has said, and what Muhammad has said. And you remember many things, and you have all got mixed up, and you have not said a th- single thing on your own. Unless you say something on your own, you will miss the meaning, drop the knowledge, and become more creative. Remember, knowledge is gathered. You need not to. You need not be creative about it. You have only to be receptive. Oh, good. You need not be creative about it. You have only to be receptive, and that's what man has become. Man is reduced to being a spectator. Yeah, I see. Being a spectator, he don't really live by himself. He reads the newspaper. He reads the Bible, and the Koran and the Gita. He goes to movies,、uh, sits there, and watches the movie. He goes to the football match, or sits before his TV, listens to the radio, and so on and so forth. Twenty-four hours a day, he is just in a kind of. Inactivity, a spectator. Others are doing things, and he is simply watching. Ah, I love that one. I mean, this is something I've been thinking lately. So that's why I don't really like watching、um, like sports on TV. I want to do the sports instead of watch. Instead of watching it, you will not find meaning. By watching, you will not find meaning by watching. You can see a thousand and one lovers making love, and you will not know what love is. You will not know that orgasmic, orgasmic abandonment by watching. You will not know that 
orgasmic abandonment or by watching you will you will have to become a participant you will have to become a participant meaning comes through participation participate in life that's a good one <laughs> participate as deeply as totally as possible risks a risk all for risk all for participation risk all for participation if you want to know what dance is don't go and see a dancer learn dancing be a dancer if you want to know anything participate that is the true and the right way the authentic way to know a thing an authentic way to know a thing and there will be great meaning in your life not only one dimensional multi-dimensional meanings you will be showered you will be showered by meanings life has to be multi-dimensional then only is their meaning never make like one dimensional that too is a problem somebody becomes an engineer and then he thinks all is finished he becomes identified with being an engineer wow it's amazing i thought this idea before about one of my friends acquaintances so it's a self-image it's a fixed self-image you are not an engineer you are just taking a role of an engineer at this moment so identified with the with the role and the role is not you then his whole life he is just an engineer and there were millions of things available but he moves only on one track he becomes bored is fed up is tired wearied wearied goes on dragging waits only for death what meaning can there be have more interests in life don't be always a businessman sometimes play too don't be just a doctor or an engineer or a headmaster or a professor be as many things as possible play cars play the violin sing a song be an amateur photographer a poet find as many things as possible in life and then you will have richness and meaning is a byproduct of richness i have heard a very meaningful story about socrates socrates while awaiting death in prison was haunted by a dream that kept urging him socrates make music the old man felt he had always served art with his philosophizing but now spurred on by that mysterious voice he turned fables into verse composed a composed a hymn to apollo 
and play, played the flute. In the face of death, philosophy and music briefly went hand in hand, and Socrates was as blissful as never before. Okay, he had never played on the flute. Something inside him persisted. Socrates, make music. Just in the face of death, it looks so ridiculous. And he had never played, he had never made music. A part of his being had remained. Suffocated, a part of his being had remained suffocated. Yes, even a man like Socrates had remained one dimensional. The denied part insisted, Enough of logic, a little music will be good, will bring balance. Enough of argumentation, play on the flute. And the voice was so persistent. That he had to yield to it. His disciples must have been puzzled. Has he gone mad? Socrates playing on the flute? But to me, it is very significant. The music could not have been very great because he had never played absolutely amateurish, childish, it must have been. But still, Something was satisfied, something was bridged. He, he was no longer one sided. For the first time in his life, maybe he was spontaneous. For the first time, he had done something for which he could not supply any reason. Otherwise, he was a rational man. Just one thing, just the other night, I was reading a story about the great Hesitic mystic Baal Shem. It was a holiday, and the Hasidim had gathered to pray and to have a communion, satsang, which with、uh, the master. A man had come with his retarded child. He was a little worried about the boy. He might do something, so he was keeping an eye on him. When the prayers were said, the boy asked his father, I have got a whistle. Can I play on it? The father said, Absolutely no. Where is your whistle? Because he was afraid. The boy may not even listen to his no. He showed the father where the whistle was in his pocket, and he, the father kept his eye on that pocket on the boy. Then there was dancing, and the father forgot, and he also started dancing. The Hasidim were dancers, joyous people, the cream of. Judaism, the very essence of Judaism, was with them, with those mad people. When nobody was praying to God and dancing, suddenly the boy could not resist anymore. He took out his whistle and, blow, and blew, on, blew on it. Everybody was shocked. 
But Baal Shem came, hugged the boy, and said, Our prayers are heard. Without this whistle, all was futile, because this was the only spontaneous thing here. All else was ritual. Hmm, interesting. Don't allow your life to become just a dead ritual. Let there be moments unexplainable. Let there be a few things that are mysterious for which you cannot supply any reason. Let there be a few doings for which people will think you are a little crazy. A man who is a hundred percent sane is dead. <laughs> A man who is a hundred percent sane is dead. A little bit of craziness by side is always a great joy. Go on doing a few crazy things too. And then meaning will be possible. That's the end. And that's a great one. And it was three years ago I first read this book. According to the record, and it's amazing to see several sentences,、uh, paragraphs I, I remember, but I thought it's my own idea. So those ideas are very internal. internal.、Uh, those ideas are very internalized within me at this moment. So it really becomes my own now. It's amazing, isn't it? I'm so surprised by the insight Osho has or Osho had.、Uh, amazing guy. He's the best for me at this moment. Thanks.